This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. So we are continuing from verse fourteen of chapter eight, the last message of Sri Krishna, the Uddhav Gita. We had done something where Uddhava had asked a question: How does a person? reach this state of concentration of mind and how can he achieve this state of well-being in spiritual so krishna is now going to explain how this process of yoga happens yoga means union with god yoga doesn't mean physical exercises yoga means union with god so let us see we are doing uddhav gita chapter 8 verse 14 in order that the mind being withdrawn from everything may be truly absorbed in me the above process of yoga has been taught by my disciple sanaka and the rest so krishna is saying over here that he had taught this process to the sons of brahma brahma had four sons and he had taught them this process way back in time in the form of a swan so let us see how this process was taught to these children verse 15 says uddhava said O Keshava, I wish to know the time when thou taught this yoga to Sanaka and others, and the form in which thou did so. Verse sixteen says, the Lord said, Sanaka and others, the spiritual sons of Brahma, asked their father the subtle and the ultimate goal of yoga. So the story starts well back in time when Brahma was asked by his children. Can you please explain to us what is this process of meeting God? Or what is this process of yoga, union with God? So can you please explain that to us? Now Sanaka, Sanadana and all all these are four children and they are knowledge themselves, they are knowledge incarnate and yet they are asking their father Brahma ji can you please explain this to us Sanaka and others said verse 17 oh lord the mind is attached to the sense objects and the sense objects influence the mind so for the man who seeks liberation and wanted to go beyond them how do they cease to act and react upon each other now this is exactly the essence of yoga any person whose mind is attached to any object or if the object is attached to the mind both ways this way or that way then that person is in no position to reach oneness with god oneness with the self Let us look at it. What this sentence says: If there is an object outside, 
and if your mind is attracted to that object then there is no way in which you can have union with god any object for that matter let us say there is a very beautiful gold chain there is a very beautiful woman or a man a handsome man now you have seen various movies and you have seen some very great hunks and good looking women or maybe you have gone to some place and you get attracted to some food you have gone to say chapati and you like bhel puri pani puri the chaat any other object that is attracting your mind let us say you have had an argument with your spouse or you have a lot of liking to a person just some words that you might have seen in a book or in somebody's secret document maybe a letter you have seen your facebook update of your friend it can be any object anywhere which has attracted your mind krishna says rather sanaka said to his father this thing can never make us one with god so if you have any object in your mind which is attracted to the mind there is no way in which you can attain oneness with god so did you get this now the second part of it i was talking about the object being interesting let us say how the mind makes it interesting the mind looks at objects there is a liquor bottle a person is interested in drinking the mind says drink and the person goes and opens the bottle and drinks it there is there are drugs lying around the mind says drugs are bad but why not try it got it there is a girl on the bus she is alone and there are four five men they look at her their mind looks at this person and they think oh she is a great prey the mind creates images and these images are actually unreal and yet they become real how do they become real mind cogitates and thinks on those objects grrr mind goes and then finally your mind is so much occupied with that junk and you are in no way able to help yourself why did this happen why is this single pointedness or this problem of attachment to that object 
if a mind gets attracted or attached to any object please understand it doesn't have any other space for occupying god you will be no way in connection with god why because your mind is already occupied with a lot of crap got it so sanaka says both these matters where the object and the mind are both attracted to each other you are in no way able to reach god or as they say you cannot reach brahma chapter 8 uddhav gita verse 18 the lord said being thus asked the great lord brahma who is uncreate but the originator of all beings thought and thought over it but could not get to the root of the question because his mind was on work now here there is a case of the deity himself brahma ji is so engrossed in his work that he even after trying to think is not able to come up with the answer now who is brahma ji by the way brahma ji is a person who creates so he has got a lot of power he is constantly working he is the one who is rajasik in nature he has got tremendous amount of rajas remember the verse where we said there are the three gunas you have to get out of tamas and rajas move into sattva brahma ji is full of rajas when he is full of rajas he can only think of work 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 just like rehana says work 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 so if you are engrossed in work there is no way in which you can think of god If your boss says that you have to be here 24 bar 7 or if your work says that you have to be so much involved in it if you think that you have to deliver certain results to the company if you feel that you owe it to them if you feel that you have to do something for your family or children whoever is concerned if you think that you owe it to some person some country maybe some political party or whatever it is going to be work only and when it is work you are going to be engrossed now think about the case of a god a demigod called brahma ji if you as a human being cannot focus on to god what what about brahma ji brahma ji is very higher than you isn't it he also is not able to focus doesn't that tell you that it is so very difficult but there is a way out and that is the reason why we are doing this book uddhav gita is teaching us how to overcome this and krishna is himself hand holding us so let us say what he says verse 19 the god with the view of answering to answering the question effectively reflected on me i then repaired to him in the form of a swan like i mentioned earlier if you do not have any answers 
then you can call on the divine itself and say can you please help me come up with some answers isn't that what everybody does at the end of the day you are so helpless you don't even have any knowledge of what you are doing you pray to god and you say god please help me here even brahma ji says the same thing god please help me he is calling on krishna krishna appears in the form of a swan now why the swan you may find out understand swan is a bird which is capable of separating the solid stuff from milk and the liquid that means you should be able to take the sattva only sattva guna rajas and tamas to be thrown out all the crap all the bad stuff to be removed and only the good stuff to be taken in verse 20 seeing me they came forward touched my feet and making brahma their leader asked me who are you the four sons of brahma ji and brahma ji himself asked the swan who are you 21 being thus asked by the sages all eager to know the truth i answered them learn from me o uddhava what i said on this occasion verse 22 says o sages if your question refers to the atma then the reality being one and undivided such a question is inadmissible on what grounds also shall i the speaker stand and this is a strange question isn't it the question was the mind is asking the question to whom is it asking people have this very strange habit of saying i spoke to god god came to me and gave me some answers krishna is clarifying it he says the moment you think some god or some creature is answering you please understand it is your mind talking there is nobody call god over there your mind is only giving you bs it is telling you oh there is some god who is appearing in the form of somebody and he is answering and this is the truth which everybody has to understand sometimes people have this great habit of you know saying i got the word from god and god came to me in this form of something and he told me the answer please take it with a pinch of salt all that is fake fake completely there is no such thing as some god coming in somebody's mind and answering it is the mind talk when the mind is talking please understand nobody else can talk did we not do that verse just now if your mind is occupied in some object it is going to keep on jabber 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 so this kind of a understanding if you have please throw it out here krishna is saying if your question is referring to this atma atma means the divine consciousness please understand this atma there is no atmas the s is not there there is no atmas there is only one atma and that is called the paramatma that is the supreme divine consciousness or the soul as we call it supreme soul 
Now your question is addressed to whom? Is it addressed to that Atma or Paramatma? So he says, then the reality is one and undivided, which means what? Who is asking whom? Who is asking whom? You are a part of the Atma, isn't it? You are somewhere in that whole scheme of things. So who is asking this question to whom and whom are you talking to? So this question is inadmissible. If you think that your mind is asking this question, how to overcome the mind? Think about it. Your mind is asking the question, how to overcome the mind? Doesn't it sound stupid? If your mind is asking this question, how do I overcome my mind? And how do I go towards the Atma? The sun is asking itself, how do I shine? Think. So, on what ground shall I, the speaker, stand? So, Krishna is asking this question. So, what do you think I am going to give you the answer? First and foremost, you have to overcome this problem of yours. So, let us see how he advises them. Now, here there is going to be a small explanation which I have done many times but you have to listen to it because the answer has to come the clarity has to come isn't it so let us see what Krishna says Krishna says verse 23 since the bodies of all beings are composed of five elements and since they are the same in reality your question who art thou is a mere effort of speech and is altogether meaningless you are made up of five elements. You are a product of Prakriti. You are a product of Mother Nature. Okay. What is this product of Mother Nature means? Let us say I was explaining this yesterday to some people. I said, suppose you make, you know, there are thousand bits of people or some person lying on the floor in an autopsy. Okay, then an autopsy going on, somebody has been, you know, small, small bits of that person has been made. And the name of the person is Mr. Tony. So, isn't this doctor going to say, this is the leg of Tony, this is the hand of Tony, this is the head of Tony, this is the heart of Tony. Okay, so can you please show me where is Mr. Tony? You can't find Mr. Tony in that entire body. You get it? Right? This is my nose, this is my eye. My eyes, my nose, my head, my ear. Who is this my? Who is this person? Even if you dissect yourself to the last drop of your blood also, you won't find yourself. Isn't that the truth? There is no you over there. Correct? So this is the thing which Krishna is pointing out to them. To Sanaka, Sanadana, Brahmaji and the remaining two. He says, since the bodies of all beings are composed of these five elements. They are composed of five elements. It's a container. The body is a container. You are pointing to the body. 
you know body has one part also that part is called the mind it's called the subtle body you are looking at objects which are there in the material domain you are looking at objects which are physically going to be destroyed somewhere down the line and you are telling me through that physical object called the mind how to find god right or wrong if i have to understand let us say if i have to understand the dog or the cat talk the way the cat talk or the way the dog talks as a human being do you think i know their language no if i have to become a cat then i may understand cat language isn't it true if an alien comes down from outer space do you think i will understand what language he is going to talk in no i have to be from that particular place to understand what that person is speaking isn't it exactly like the child who is born he makes all kinds of funny noises and we think oh the child is so happy look at him what are they doing the child is talking to you in some language and you don't understand that he is an alien except that he doesn't have two things sticking from his head but he is an alien he is talking to you in some language and you don't understand you think you understand or oh, the baby is crying because it is hungry we are drawing out some conclusion it is your mind so i hope you understood this comparisons to give you the you know the knowledge that first and foremost you are talking about some alien thing with your own language suppose your language is english hindi marathi gujarati or some such you are trying to find out that alien fellow with your language and with your own body who is that person so krishna is saying why are you trying to find out about that that means god with this body of yours body is composed of five elements okay these five elements are there in everything what are the five elements the sky air water fire and earth correct now these five elements are there in every object with that you are trying to find the soul it's impossible you cannot find it so it's a mere effort of speech and all together meaningless your questions are meaningless then the next verse understand this rightly that by mind speech sight and other organs i alone am cognized and nothing else now this is a statement where he says how are you going to find me with that you know the structure that you have what is the structure that you have you have a structure called the body the body is composed of these five elements now if i have to find something happening in outer space billions and billions of galaxies away or miles away or whatever you want to call it how will i find what is happening over there 
you understand there is something which is called the amount of time light takes to travel huh one year okay so they call it by some name now if something has happened in space which is so far away and i am getting an answer today and the light has reached me after say 10 years today the light has reached 1st of march okay 2020 and the incident happened 1st of march 2010 what is happening today can you understand what is happening today over there that means 10 years hence which you will get to know 10 years later correct in 2030 you will come to know because the time taken for light to travel from that place to this place is 10 years so what do you do you do something which is called inference i look at things and i used all the objects that are lying here and i try to decipher what exactly is happening there right i am just trying to project an answer but is that the truth can i say what is happening today in that place i can just say what happened 10 years ago same case with our life also you know an incident which happened 10 years ago in your life what is going to happen today do you know after this hour nobody has any clue and what is going to happen 10 years later you can just project you know projection you can do oh i will be in this place and i will be doing this and how do you know that is why all these movies run which movies all the futuristic movies you know arnold schwarzenegger all those kind of stuff you know <laughs> they run because they are just projecting the future all be back like that kind of stuff <laughs> so think about it we try to project this imagery ahead in time and maybe today or tomorrow's date what krishna says over here is you may have to use these objects today today's day to try to understand but how do you think you will know big question mark isn't it so let us see verse 25 says yes my sons the mind is attached to the sense object and the sense object influences the mind thus the sense object and the mind both intertwined form the body of the jiva who is ever identified with me in every scripture it is mentioned that man is born in the image of god you know this everywhere even in the bible even in our books it is mentioned that man is made in the image of god so krishna is starting from this particular point what does he say to sanatan and all other people over there including brahma ji he says yes i know what you are talking about do you think i don't know that your mind is attached to the object and the object is attached to your mind both these things are happening it's going to happen and yet mind this mind which you are talking about is a part of that body 
It's a part of five sheets. It's the number three sheet, isn't it? It's called the subtle body also. The fifth layer. There are five layers. One, two, three, four, five. Five layers. One, two, three, four, five. And there are three bodies. Three bodies. The first is the gross body, which is food body. Second one is called the subtle body, which contains mind and intellect and all. And the last one is called the causal body, which is the happy body kind of stuff. You know, Anandamai Kosh. All this is there, known to us. We have been doing this time and again, time and again, time and again. So he says, yes, everything that you are saying is true. The mind is attracted to that object. Everything is attracted to everything. Okay, you are going to be confused. But tell me something. Is it all this is a part of my domain or no? Right? Everything is in my domain only. Prakriti is also a part of me. Isn't it? It's my domain only. So let us see from there what happens. All this you are going to take it and identify it with me. So, verse 26 says, The mind which through constant dwelling on sense object is attached to them, and the sense objects which influences the mind, one should give up both being identified with me. So she says, See, when I started today, did I not say that you need to throw both these things out? The object and the mind? And fill the mind only with God. Did I say these words? Now, you may try to find out what exactly is he trying to teach us? There is a lot of confusion in your mind, isn't it? What are you trying to teach us? Just now you said mind is not supposed to be used, number one. And then you are saying mind is supposed to be used, right? And then you are saying mind is a part of this process. What is this? Too much of confusion in what you are saying. Let me clarify. Mind is a very beautiful object which just actually doesn't exist. Ask any person, where is the mind? I'm thinking in my mind. Actually, mind is not here, brain is there. So you're pointing to the skull and there is a brain. Some of you have it, some of you don't. Okay? Right? So let us try to assume that you have it and those who are having it may be sitting in the satsang. So (laughs) there is a brain. There is supposed to be the mind also somewhere. Mind is a sheath. Sheath means one covering. Like brown paper you cover some things. Exactly like that mind is a sheath. It is covering from here to the bottom. From top to bottom. It is covering it up. It is like a sheath. You are engulfed in this mind body as they call it. First point. Did you understand this? Very good. Mind looks at an object. Mind looks at an object, identifies with it. Alright? This is going to be a serious discussion. Listen to it carefully. Suppose you have gone to a temple. 
you look at the image over there and the image which you look at somebody says oh it is vishnu somebody says oh this is shiva somebody is telling you with your mind are you dissecting that image yes you will say how does it look like vishnu it has got four hands shankha chakra gada padma you know you have seen that looks very familiar to me it is vishnu and then you say it cannot be shiva why it cannot be shiva because shiva's image is what he's got those jatas three eyes he sits in meditative postures there is ganga flowing from his you know ganga and the half moon is there you have seen that ha huh? he looks completely different and he has got trishul damru and outside there is nandi isn't it so you say no no it cannot be shiva why because all these items which are identified with shiva do not exist so the image is of vishnu because i seen four hands with shankha chakra gada padma isn't that the way of identifying it who has told you this answer your mind relying on your intellect it has told you the answer now intellect is relying on whom intellect is relying on the knowledge that is stored in it and the memory that is there in it correct memory says I have seen this Shiva before. I have seen this Vishnu before. Correct? Same way. Some of you have seen this fruit called durian. Some of you haven't seen this fruit called durian. So there is a fruit brought over here. Some people identify it as oh that is durian. someone else says it is not durian it is jackfruit so what is right in that you are doing the assessment if you have seen the fruit called durian or if you have googled this answer then there are images in google and then you will identify with that and say oh that is durian that is not a jackfruit now let us take another person third person he has never seen jackfruit neither seen durian in his life how will he identify it there is no way of identification isn't it this example you can apply in your own life most of the indians have heard of sharukh khan and amitabh bachchan if you go abroad and if you go and tell some european or american our superstar is amitabh bachchan and sharukh khan they will look at you blankly and they'll say who is that why because they do not have any knowledge about sharukh khan or amitabh bachchan they cannot identify got it nobody can identify these people have never seen never heard about this person called sharukh khan 
that is why the question came what is india and where is india if it is not there in your entire knowledge structure nobody knows about it if i ask you the same question in 2019 okay say january 2019 or february 2019 if i would have asked do you know corona virus and your answer will be who is corona virus correct so this answer cannot be given because that is not there in your memory nor your intellect you have heard of the word called virus but corona virus nobody has heard of so did you get it so your mind has created an imagery of that object there are lots of pictures in this world which we think belong to someone right there is the last supper it's a very beautiful painting it's called the last supper and you see a person sitting over there with beard and all that and because there are people over there it's identified as the last supper of jesus christ and whoever has made the painting ask that person have you seen jesus christ with a beard and all that what is the truth nobody knows he is going by some knowledge lying somewhere else so did you understand mind can create imagery which is not the truth also nobody can identify a durian if they have never seen durian in their life you cannot identify chitti no the called in drop person cannot identify another human being if they don't know who he is likewise we cannot identify objects in space if we don't know what they are i am looking at the space i, I don't even know where venus is where you know uranus is and saturn and all i just oh oh that is i think that is saturn oh i think that is uranus i don't even know astronomy you think i can identify these objects in space if i cannot identify the answer is i don't know but understand what krishna is saying over here this mind has been given for a specific reason and a purpose the purpose says use your mind effectively because your mind can actually guide you it's a guidance tool just like intellect is a guidance tool if you use your intellect properly if you use your mind properly it can give you correct answers isn't that the truth if you can use your mind and intellect properly you can come to the right answer also so krishna is saying over here these are tools which have been given to you don't misuse them 
by thinking of nonsensical stuff why are you projecting something wrong about people places time location you name it why are you making judgments on everything which is not at all relevant and important why are you wasting time over things which have no value for you you got what i am saying everybody is like say for example today corona virus is a big issue are we not supposed to focus on trying to find solutions for this isn't it instead of that everybody is fighting donald trump said something wrong modi said something wrong this fellow did something like this zeping did like that iranian person did this and then british one this this uh, what are you talking why are you wasting your time your energy in your breath in nonsensical stuff see they are doing their job why don't you do your job and find solutions if you are such an intellectual person if your mind has been given for a good purpose why are you not using it for the right purpose so did you get it the tools of the trade have been given to you the things which are called the intellect and the mind so that you can understand and come to the right answer don't waste your mind and your energy and your intellect over frivolous objects think if there is an irritating person in your life can you progress in your life because that irritating person is always going to irritate you whether you like it or not it is not that the object is irritating it is your mind which is attracted to the object which is irritating the whole essence started from here isn't it your mind keeps on attaching to that object and i hope you remember if you get attached to any object you are going to do what is called as a karmic debt with that person or that place or the thing why are you so much attached to that object he says just like i can identify god in a temple this is vishnu this is shiva i can identify that why i'm using my intellect and my memory and everything similarly can you get attached to me krishna says why are you attached to other objects can you get attached to me because you want to know the answer about me isn't it what is it that we started with i want to know god isn't that what we started with if you want to know god why is god not your objective oneness with god should be your objective and not people places things coronavirus all that okay focus on the object use the tools called the mind and the intellect and this body of yours so use the tools which have been given to you so that you can reach me so this is what he says all these objects are identified with me i am the lord god of everything use them properly so that you can come to me
got it and don't waste your life so this is the way in which he is saying so we will stop over here next week we will begin at verse 26 onwards till then take care you have a very good day bye